Hey, good morning, Nashville, and this is the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC, where we talk all things real estate. So regardless if you are a first-time home buyer or a repeat buyer looking to move up or possibly even downsize, we discuss the current market trends and the important topics that you need to know before you buy, sell, or refinance your home. I am your host, Michael Thayer with Waterstone Mortgage. I'm MLS licensed, and my number is 173264. Joining me in studio this week, as he does every week, is Mr. JT, the producer man behind the glass. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, except for the fact that it's really hot outside. God, man, it's this <sighs> early and it's still... It's not even this, officially summer yet. No, it's just a scorcher out there, man. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Mr. David Lukey from Capital Homes. How Hello, you? Mike. How you doing? I'm good, man. And for all you guys you may be tuning in for the first time for this show... Get ready, because there's going to be some fireworks today. <laughs> and then, Miss Andra Brewer. <laughs> with Good morning. Benchmark Realty, our official in-house Arsenio dog. That's ooh, right. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's better than my wraps. No, your wraps are pretty good. In fact, uh, they're on the behind-the-scenes footage if you go out to moneymanmike.net. Or on Facebook. She busted oh, a Oh, great. It's great. It's Money, really good. It is. Oh, it's really not. <laughs> come on, do it again. No. Come on. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's classic. Go out to moneymanmike.net or go out to Money Man, uh, Money Man Mike Radio on Facebook. That's and the one that's followed up there. with a funny story, right? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty funny. You had a little story you had about uh, your son or something like that? Yeah. That's pretty good. It's good stuff. I, I listened to that song today. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I've been Jimmy Buffeting as I as I cry because I didn't get tickets and he's coming. Oh my gosh! I know. I was like ten minutes late. I'm like concert. a pro buying concert tickets, just so y'all know. And yeah. I did not get them, and I was like, "What? This doesn't happen to me." A, I don't know how you always get tickets like you do. Because I'm like on a phone, on a computer. I'm waiting on the clock See, to turn. I, I call I'm, other people to get them doing it too. I miss the days of camping out. Oh, to get a ticket? Yeah. Old school, man. You sit there all night waiting for them to open up the ticket window. Right. Jimmy, I hope I can say this on the radio, but all hell no. Mm. Well, you see, you don't get tickets now. So, you know, would you rather camp out and get them or not get them at all? Camping out. It's. I have the same opinion about that as I do with everybody that wants to camp out after Thanksgiving dinner and stand in those lines for... No. Oh, to shop. I got no yeah. part of that. No, no, no. No, I mean, to save... Sometimes you get a seriously good deal. Mm-hmm. But, man, when you're going to save 50 bucks, I sit there and look at my time over the 10 hours I just sat there to save 50 bucks. Oh, it's called Black Friday for a reason, because oh, you end up with a black eye before it's over. Yeah, all the fights and mm-hmm. buggy wrestling and everything else that goes along. Just huh. order it on Amazon. I exactly. mean, what? And get it shipped. Yeah. Boom. UPS and they FedEx. Have that, what do they call it? Something Monday. I can't remember. Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. That's me. Mm-hmm. Man, they got some good sales on Cyber Monday. I'm all over it. Oof. I, I don't like buy. I hate shopping. I've never been a big shopper. Jimmy would differ, but my Jimmy. But um, <laughs> I, I, I now Amazon, I'll be blowing up that computer. My, my Mine's wife, got like flames coming off the back. But you don't shop. My wife, Not Lori, out in public. Is addicted oh, to QVC. Oh, uh, really? My oh, mom used to be. I get a different package about twice a week from QVC. <laughs> and, and the thing she likes about it the best, the return policy. Right. She buys, she tries it on. She likes it. She keeps it. She doesn't. Yeah, most it. places do that now, though. It's 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 pretty much. See, my mom buys so much stuff on like QVC. Thank goodness she does not know how to do anything on the internet yet. But <laughs> I mean, she really doesn't. She called me the other day. And she said, "I called to tell you something. 
I got a smartphone. And I was like, oh, God, what kind you get? I thank God she didn't get an iPhone because that's what I have. Mm. She got what my dad has, which is like some droid, something that I don't know how to work. So he can help her do it. She could FaceTime you if she had it. Yeah. And she Mm. doesn't know how. She she does not need to know about Amazon. Mm. She like buys stuff and forgets she buys it. And it just sits there in the box. And she she shops away. She wears everything. And and it's good stuff, too. I mean, it looks great. No, I love QVC. There's some deals on there. Some good stuff. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Sorry, off subject. But yet you don't shop. We detoured. <laughs> we always we detour. Jimmy. Yes, sir. What's been going on with you this week, man? Anything exciting for you? Seeing as how Andrew took over the first segment here? Uh, wh- <laughs> 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 Not really. I mean, you know, just comment on what she's doing because I have no life. She's doing a lot of shopping, mm. Amazon, and she mm. said a flame. I'm selling a lot of real estate. Well, there you go. Well, I'm trying to sell a lot. It's bid war after bid war. That's oh, what I've been doing. Know, all I know is I tried to call you on a Friday, and you called me back on a Monday. <laughs> I, and I apologized. I'm sorry. You did apologize. And I was like, oh, it's just David. <laughs> he can wait. Trying to make her money. I'm oh, so well. sorry. And Jimmy, my Jimmy, is always like, really? agents never answer their phone because he'll call trying to get in a house to do their termite letter and they never answer like if the combo didn't work or the lock or the people are there or whatever he'll call them and i mean it's like nine out of ten agents will not answer that's very true but and it's like they know it's him Mm -hmm. and you know that he had an appointment at your listing or whatever and you just don't answer he obviously needed something he didn't call you to chat he calls me to chat Anyway, whatever. I think we ruffled a feather there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard, you know, but it is hard, you know, because you're on the phone and you get three phone calls while you're on the phone. Yeah, that happens. That's what happened Oof. when you called me. Yeah. I was on the phone. That's right. And I knew it did. And it was just kind of like, wow. You were out of town that last weekend, a week before, too. You were gone. You went to Helen, Georgia. I did. Helen, Georgia's cool. It is cool. It's cool. It's cool. They got good beer. Yes. And it's a little fun town. It wasn't really busy or Mm. liked it. Everywhere we went was kind of dead. I I have not. Jimmy? It's like the Switzerland Every time you say that, it sounds like you're saying hell in Georgia. Georgia. (laughs) Did you go to hell in Georgia? No. I'd rather stay up here in Tennessee if I'm going to hell down there. I've been in parts of Georgia and, uh, you know. No, this is like a little stage town and everything looks like Switzerland. See, that could be why the devil went down there. Germany, like Munich. It's like little Hofbrauhaus-ish, you know. It's cool. It's a cool it's place. It's fun. It's neat. It's a little crafty town. Yeah. I like, you drink too I like much, my craft. You you're in hell, Georgia. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, there's been a few people that we went up there with that regret going. <laughs> for the most part, it's a good time, though. Cool place to see and everything else. Well, heck, we're going to have to jump jump out here and take a break real quick, but I'm going to give you a little lineup for what we're going to talk about on this week's show. Uh, but before that, last week we jumped on the jobs report, talked with David Heller, and he is from Martin Heller. And when he was here, I'd always point at him, Potempa. Yeah. Potempa, Shepherd uh, Law Firm. Really, really great segments with David. If you missed it, go out to the website, moneymanmike.net, or on Facebook, Money Man Mike Radio, and check out those, uh, those shows because some excellent information from David, and we'll have him back in here again. But this week, we're going to talk about rental properties, the pros and cons that you need to know about buying a rental property. And then, has Nashville lost some of its appeal? with the people who have lived here in Nashville for several years and watched Nashville to grow and evolve into being the it city. So talked about that a little bit. And also a woman recently bought a house and now the seller won't move out. 
Oh, I have a great story on that. <laughs> hey, we got to jump to the break real quick, but we'll come right back and we'll talk about these topics. You listen to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show, where we talk all things real estate. And this next segment is going to be probably a small reenactment of Hiroshima and every other uh, atomic meltdown explosion. It's not going to be that bad. When we asked David, hey, David, what do you think about renting a house for your kids to live out of when they go off to college instead uh, of... I, I, I think well, you asked the question differently. Hold on. You asked the question differently today. Hold on. Instead mm. of renting. But now here, let, let's take it back a step. Okay. Pros and cons of renting. And we all we sit here and talk about it all the time, mm-hmm. how high and how expensive rent is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's here in Nashville or elsewhere, it's rising yes. across the board. Whether you're paying your mortgage or your landlord's mortgage, you're paying a mortgage, so why not pay a mortgage for yourself and build your own equity? So that was the premise behind this conversation that David and I started to have. And should you have – if you, your kid goes off to college, whether it's a, a son or a daughter, instead of putting them up into an apartment or a dorm somewhere, why not buy them a house? And you, as dad or mom – collect the rent checks from their friends and basically use that money to pay down the mortgage and then sell the property for potentially a good size profit when they graduate and then David threw in if they graduate kind of thing. Mm. So that is the premise that I set the that okay. I set the table well enough for you this time. Yeah, much better, much okay. better. So, Andrew, <laughs> do you think that it would be a good idea if your child gets accepted at, let's say, Ohio State? Yes, I think it'd be a great idea to go out there and buy a house. If buy you campus. have the means to buy a house on campus in a college town, and either let your child live there for free and collect rent from their friends or whatever, I think it's a great idea. Jimmy, if you have that music right now, that doom, 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 doom. Countdown explosion, please play it. I was thinking more like the Jaws theme. That work. So, so here's here's the thing. Okay, there is in my humble little mind a distinction between spending money and investing money. Mm -hmm. Okay, and 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 this conversation is all under the guise of investment. Okay. Okay. And so if you have 200000 or even $150,000 to invest, mm-hmm. right, I can say that, from my opinion, that invest in anything other than that, because that <laughs> is about the biggest money suck there is. In my humble opinion, I'm not trying to be mean, but so here's all the things that can go wrong. And see, so, so I also understand this. I come from this with someone who son just graduated. Okay, so you buy the house. Mm-hmm. He flunks out after a semester. Yeah, and now you've got a house in a city that you don't live in. Now we're not talking. Let's draw a distinction. If you're saying, hey, David, let's go down and buy four or five houses down by Vanderbilt. We live in Nashville. We'll manage them and we'll rent them out to kids we've never met. Great. 
I'm rock and roll. I'm all about right, that. That sounds right. like a wonderful investment. But you talk about going to a city that you don't know, that you, for people who you don't care about, and, and that, so then your son fails out. But that's not the worst case scenario. Okay, <laughs> The worst case scenario ready, is man. you have four <laughs> kids living there. I can promise you, sure as the sun comes up, one of them is failing out. Yeah. Okay. And then you get to call up your son's friend's parents (laughs) and say, where is my $6,000? Right. And then you get to sue them for that money because Mm. they don't want to give it to you. They Mm. will not give it to you just because they think they should. You're going to have to sue them for that money. So you're not going to do that because your kid's going to be like, I can't believe you're suing my friend. So on and on and on and on and on. Okay. And then when one of them decides that, you know, having a party where they invite a whole bunch of people over and they tear your house apart and you have, (laughs) well, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. It's not as simple as let me buy a house and rent it out to people I don't know and don't care about. Let me get make them get insurance. But they can do that too. They can trash your house just the same. You yes, still collect a deposit from all these little suing punks. them is a whole lot easier than suing somebody you've known because they went to high school with your kid and all Whatever. that stuff. Whatever business is business. Yeah, good luck. That's with that. just one of the reasons, man. There's so many. I more. mean, there's and an, then, any, there you can go across the board with anybody renting, whether it's your your kids' friends or what. Yeah, but if you own. I own rental property. Okay. I'm, people should not understand. I think rental property is a great investment. Okay. Okay. Just not this avenue. Not this situation, not this avenue. I think it would depend on your kid and the situation in general. I come from a home where I went to Auburn University, Wardam Eagle, and my parents <laughs> bought me and my brother a place right. to live. Rock and roll. And we well, live there. Let's get your parents on the phone. Yeah, now. let's call Robbie and Danny. <laughs> How was that experience, Robbie and Danny? <laughs> and my brother's best friend lived with us. All three of us lived together. I was basically the maid. I mean, you know, there was a lot that went on that my parents didn't know about, but even as irresponsible as they were, the house stayed intact, okay? <laughs> and uh, we they sold it, made a profit. We had somewhere to live for, I was on the four-year plan, my brother was on like the nine, but... Um, what, what's but that? we both left with a degree from Auburn University. Uh, and well, hold on, hold on. What's that movie with Tina Fey that was just came out long, not too long ago? Tina Fey and the other girl, Blonde Hair, were... Their parents were selling. Oh, the out. sisters. The sisters, yeah, yeah, yeah sisters, and the yeah. Blow, literally blow the, the house blow up. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you, you know, and, and I'm glad that it worked out for your parents. Obviously, I'm glad okay. it worked out for them. I but just I, think we're responsible, good children. I, I, if your kid's a little maniac, then maybe no, that may not be the route to go. <laughs> I'm a little one bedroom. You're worried condo. about me, man. I know. You know I, tell you, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, you, but you know, rock and roll. You also got to look at the market too. Yeah, I mean, it if it's a crappy it market, is. you know, well, here, here's you don't some do of that. The, here's some of the mistakes Absolutely. that I've watched my friends, my my son's friends' parents make. My peers, people I know. I mean, I know these people really well. I watched one of them go and co-sign on a, on a apartment, and then his kid did not make it through the first semester. And then he's co-signed on it. And so after he's, he pays the money, he sends the money off to the landlord because the landlord sued him. Later on, one of the roommates, after the kid's not there anymore, brings home a cat. And now he's getting sued again because the lease did not end yet. He's getting sued again for repairing the house because of the cat. Oh, my he Oh, yeah. And I don't. Why do people cut? My son went to school. He lived off campus. 
I'd never co-sign. I told them, don't even ask me. I'm not co-signing. You do what you want to. If you want to co-sign for your friends, rock and roll, I'm not doing it. Don't even ask. Right. Right? And he found housing where he didn't have to do that. Now, I do have another friend whose son goes to school in New York. And they don't have, they they literally looked, the the college that he goes to does not have campus housing. They had to co-sign for this young man's girlfriend. Okay, well, you know, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice because they're going to that school. Right. But you go to Knoxville, you go to Ohio State, you go to any most of these schools, and there is lots of opportunities to do that without cosigning. So I just I look at the risk. If I had $150,000 to buy a house that I was going to rent to a bunch of college kids or I could buy Intel, I would buy Intel. And I would think that nine <laughs> times out of ten, I would come out ahead. That's some belief in our education system right there. Mm-hmm. We got to jump out to a break real quick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start off next segment with where David actually started to convert me a little bit to his side of the thinking there. But there is a to me a uh, equalizer here, I guess, on how to kind of balance both sides and get David's feedback on this because I haven't even said this to him yet. But anyway, you are listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show. I can tell you right now, you need to go to the websites and check out Andra Sink and Share. <laughs> oh my God, it was great. No, it wasn't. Come on, it do was, it. Oh, it was fantastic. No, come on. no, 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 no. Forget that y'all. They need to, come on. They need to go to time. Capital Homes Facebook page and watch her sing because no. as soon as you've got that, I'm. Posting that. Oh, that's going to be great. I may post that every day. <laughs> MoneyManMike.net or on Facebook, MoneyManMike Radio. Any event, the question I had for David yes. was, as much as you started to sway me to your side, because there is a lot of risk with that, especially yeah. when it's it's out of town, it's not a commercialized property, because it's totally different from mm-hmm. having a beach rental or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you had a professional management company that managed the house that the students were renting from and the management company was collecting the rents, taking you personally out of the mix, so you didn't upset the other parents when the kid didn't pay on time, what's your opinion there? I, I think those are great ideas. And so what I would say is if you want to get into the rental property marketplace, you want to do that investment. I think that just like stocks, diversification is good. And so if you have more than one property, and they don't, I don't mean you have to diversify the types of properties. I think if you have more than one property, you're reducing your risk mm-hmm. because what can happen in one house or the other. But before I would think about buying a rental property in a marketplace that I'm not familiar with. Now, I don't know. Maybe, maybe your parents were familiar with that marketplace. Maybe not. Maybe they, no, not they, at all. they jumped out and I'm glad they won. I, before I would do that, buy a rental place for my son to live in in Knoxville, I would buy a house in Laverne, and I would rent it in Laverne mm-hmm. and send the rent to him to pay his rent for Use me. other people's money, yeah. Yeah, for me. I would I – would, you're going to pay the rental dollars for mm-hmm. for one way or the other. apartment yep. one way or the other. So if, so, But you, if you have money you want to invest, invest that money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also – you know – a fr- this weekend, this past weekend that we just passed after the show, a friend of mine was asking me about buying a beach house. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I'm going to be going off script here a little bit. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I know that right now you can probably get a mortgage on a beach house with 20% down or 30% down, yeah. second home. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's not a great idea. I think if you're going to buy a second property, you ought to use the terms that you could have gotten back in 2009, which was probably 50% down. Actually, no, second home used to be 5% down. Okay. They've but, increased it. But back when things were really bad, 2009 oh. and 2010, yeah, you, need down payments. you need a big down payment because everybody was scared to death of the rental market. Mm-hmm. We've seen the worst that you can see since the Great Depression just in the last decade. Yeah, very true. Houses in Nashville went down about 25, 20, 20 to 25%. California went down 50%. Unusual. That's about it doesn't get any worse than that. Right. Rental rental properties on the beach and things like that, they go down eighty percent sometimes. They yeah. get crushed. Violable. You you need to really know that you're safe because you never know when you're gonna have to sell a house. You everybody goes into a thing, I'm not selling this house. Well the other caveat to that is you had the BP disaster. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, the beaches recovered very quickly without any major delays or yeah. damages. You had the hurricanes that come through. Oh, yeah. oh, so, there's I mean, a lot that goes with rent a beach yeah. property. I think buying investment property is great. Always buy it on sale. But see, mm-hmm. back to the whole college thing. It depends mm-hmm. on where it's at. I mean, that's like number one real estate. Location, location, location. I concur. I mean, if you're buying in a hot happening college town, that's one thing. If you're buying it at, you know... Swanee, I don't know. I'm just picking, picking somewhere. Swanee? I love Swanee. It's wonderful, but I'm just thinking like it's a lot Jimmy, smaller. Was that not picking on Swanee? I think a little bit. No, I just mean like it's smaller. It's off the map. Still, they don't have people coming in to watch football or whatever. I, I would I mean, still you say can make... if you live in Connecticut <laughs> and you have a child going to Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and they're and and buying a rental property in Nashville. Oh, I've sold them. I could be one, a great idea. One of my very first cash deals that was a lot of money that I made yeah. me, and it was like during like oh nine, mm-hmm. maybe ten, which was paying my bills, and it was like a three hundred thousand dollar cash deal, and I was just like, oh my god, people have that much money, what? <laughs> and it was somebody whose kid was going to Vanderbilt, and yeah, they two, bought the house. They lived there two years, and they wanted to sell it. Two thousand and nine. I think so. Yeah, buy anything on sale that you can. And then they call me back. And yeah. I, they're like, we're ready to sell it. And I'm like, already? What? I go run the comps. I mean, they made money, yeah. but mm-hmm. they, I mean, they didn't own it that long. Normally you say, you know, you need to own it this many years, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the way Nashville's, I mean, Nashville's moving. So yeah. it depends yeah. on where you buy is yeah. my point. I, I, I can totally agree with that point. And, I, and, and so here's where you and I are agreeing. Okay. If you look at it as an investment opportunity. Mm-hmm. Not just blindly, well, my kid got in at, you know, Colorado School of Mines, so I'm going to go buy a house in Boulder. If you look at it Better as, have some money. Yeah, yeah, about to say. Right. You know, if you look at it as an investment opportunity, is this a smart investment opportunity? Yeah. That's one way to look at it. That oh, is yeah. a, that, to me, that's the only way to look at it. To look at it as cheap housing for your kid, man, there's plenty of cheap housing around campus. You know, and I, I just, that's where you and I got into the conversation. Like, man, I don't really want to go on the air and say, oh, yes, that's a wonderful idea <laughs> without any, uh, oh, make sure you understand. Yes, big yeah. time. Not you know, only I, that, but as you're as an owner, you've got taxes, insurance, maintenance, yeah, and repairs. Yeah. And you know, everybody thinks, "Hey, I'm going to get this rental property. I'm just collect the rent." Doesn't work that way. I was yeah. a long distance uh, landlord for two, a little over two years, 350 miles away. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the first six months, I got nickel and dimed. I mean, well, Oof. the first month I didn't. I had to buy $800 water heater. Um, the next month, it's like, yeah, the refrigerator's leaking. I'm like, okay, so that's like 75 bucks. And then the next month, it's like, hey, the 
dishwasher door won't clear the counter. I'm like, what? I lived this house for seven years. Mm-hmm. Where is all this? But I mean, it's just little forty and fifty dollar things. It's like I just want to get a full rent check once. Once, yeah, you know. Yeah. Plus, I had. I mean, I had a. a um, a company that managed it, and if you're a long distance uh, uh, landlord, I, you can't go any other way. You yeah. got to get somebody locally yeah. to keep an eye on it. I would say most people locally should prop have a property management company company handle. Yep, it. I really because you don't have a you're not a person yeah. to those people, and when they're like, I don't have my money, my baby's sick, blah blah exactly. blah. If you're a rental company, you're not you're not a person. They don't yeah, know who you are as a seller, and you Where don't want that rent? call at three a.m. Yeah, they yeah. call you at three a.m. going the water heater's busted. Like I never exactly. got that call. No, because they called the property management right. company. They're so, worth their weight in gold and whatever you got to pay. But some people cases. are just like, I have a friend who used to work in property management. She's like, girl, it snowed. When it snowed a few years back, like a big snow, this guy calls up, says his light needs to be changed, and literally just didn't want to get up and unscrew the bulb and change it. Call, would call property management to come change wow. a freaking light bulb. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. I think I'd put that in the lease. Yeah. You're, get out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I, you know, it, it is funny because I own some rental property and I manage some rental property. And the key is always be ready to be the guy that first month. Are you like, I'll break your legs? No, no. Where's my money? No, 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 just on the fifth. When I don't have the rent, I call them up and I say, hey, you know, just so you know, you can either drive out to meet me right now and give me the rent or tomorrow you owe an extra 10%. Yep. You'd like put on a gold chain and unbutton your shirt a little and like. He carries a tire iron I, I, and knocks I, on the door. I, I, I used to meet them Prince in the McDonald's did. parking lot and they used to bring me cash. Oh my I've God. had that before. He looks like one of the biker guys off of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling up in out there. He's got, a little, he's got a little fake tattoo on yeah. his head. In his little tom shoes and khakis. I, you know, you have to be tough. I mean, you, yeah. but it's, otherwise, otherwise you end up like JT over there where they, oh, I can subtract for rent for this and I can yeah. subtract for that and I can mm-hmm. subtract for the other thing and it, it'll wear you out. It's it'll not always thin. glamorous like everyone makes it out to no, be. No. There are good days and there are bad days. Yeah. Hey, we got to jump up to a break real quick when we come back. I think we're going to move on to has Nashville lost its appeal Duh. for the long-term residents that grew up here and witnessed the whole evolution of Nashville. Hmm. I'm a native. That's interesting. Yeah, it's got a few comments about this. I think we all do. Yes. This is the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show, where we talk all things real estate. And there was this article I saw on the Tennessean not too long ago. Actually, it was published June 11th of this year, 2016, and written by Carolyn Schaffner, I believe is how her name is pronounced. And I believe she is just a contributor here or basically just someone that wrote an article and they published it. But I think it is an outstanding article, and it really got me thinking because – She has lived here her entire life, and she goes on to state. It's been 57 years. So, I mean, she's she's been here, and she's watched it grow, prosper, and then watched it become labeled as the It City. And she's very active. She goes out to the Metro Council meetings, the planning meetings, the budget meetings, all that good stuff. That typically what we all scan over on Channel 3, Boring TV, blah, 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 blah. Just skip over that channel. That's all the stuff they're talking about. And how they've gone through and talked about 
how all this growth is going to increase the tax base and it's going to create all this great stuff for the city, which it does. But then when you start trickle down to something as simple as like sidewalks on some of these you know, neighborhood roads and stuff like that, or you know, now you factor in the congestion from the traffic, whereas we used to be able to easily go from one side of town to the other side of town. In 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that don't happen no more. Mm-mm. You know, I, I look back and, I mean, I've been transferred all over the U.S. from Portland, D.C., Atlanta, Dallas, San Francisco, and back. And I always come back to Nashville because it was always that little city with the big-time feel. But it, you didn't have all the big-time hassles. And anybody that knows me knows I hate traffic. And Friday afternoon traffic in this town, even though we think it sucks, it's nothing in comparison to L.A., San Francisco, New York, mm-hmm. Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, and the list goes on. It sucks for us because it's what we're used to. It's not what we're used to. Yeah, we were, yeah. we're like, what? There's a row of cars. Yeah. This is... <laughs> how, yeah. how dare I have to stop at this Outrage! <laughs> when I first moved here 17 years ago, uh, it used to make me laugh because rush hour was 15 to 20 minutes. That was easy. And the only, and, and 65 would back up mm-hmm. going up to Hendersonville, and 24 would back up going down to Murfreesboro. But you get on 840, I mean, I'm sorry, on 440 at the time, and be, oh, the traffic on 440 was terrible. Why? Because you had to slow down to 40 miles an hour? <laughs> yeah. Did you come to a stop? You know, I mean, I've sat watch, waiting for the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, which is in D.C., I have turned my car off. <laughs> you, you sit in traffic when you turn your car off. Yeah. That's when you've hit traffic. Yeah. I will say that now, I mean, it's it's getting up there. It's yeah. getting congested. But I, I was observing just the other day. I was I, I, I didn't read this article, Mike. And I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to read it. But I was driving up Bellamy Boulevard, mm-hmm. and I remembered when I first moved here 17 years ago. How you could not walk a sidewalk yeah. from one end of Bellmead to the other, and now you can. Yeah. Yeah. And so I understand that change is difficult. Right? But it is nicer. It is nicer. It is. In and, my humble opinion. And it's interesting you bring that up in Bellmead Boulevard because she was bringing up the, or drawing the exact same correlation between uh, what street? It was basically Natchez Trace was having their old sidewalks pulled out and replaced. But they couldn't get new or any kind of sidewalks installed on Bowling Avenue. Yeah. And, you know, you sit there and look at it. Certain areas get preferential treatment kind of thing, whereas not. Well, I remember when they tried to put sidewalks in on Bowling Avenue and there were homeowners that objected to it. I see that's not staying Well, here. and like in East Nashville now, everywhere's construction. Besides where they're building houses, they're doing the sidewalks, too, in certain places. But a lot of it is tearing out where there already was a sidewalk. Yeah. yeah, and what? redoing it. Like, can you not just add one where we need one instead yeah. of tearing up the one that's there? That's a waste of time, in my opinion. Well, they, they're Come not fix ADA, my driveway. They're not ADA. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> now, you know, they're not ADA, and they're trying to get them so that they're ADA compliant. So that people who need they, 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 well, they actually okay, that makes well, sense. Go, go back and explain it. Not, they're not what compliant? Um, American with Disabilities Act. Oh, okay, compliant. Okay. You can't okay. take you and and people think in terms of wheelchairs, and they think in terms of of. Uh, blind and so forth. And there's a real weird like contradiction of all this stuff. So, for example, 
if you have a walker, you got to walk with a walker, and we've all seen those orange or I'm sorry, bright yellow pads yeah. at an yeah. intersection that have all the bubbles on them. Yeah. Right. Well, they're terrible for walkers. People who have to take a walker really struggle with those things. They have a hard time with those things. But do you know why they're there? Mm-hmm. So that blind people don't walk in the traffic. Really? Yeah, because they're taking their stick okay. and they're moving, mm-hmm. and then they hit they hit the series of bumps, and so those bumps let them know you're coming near an intersection. Right. And that's why they drop the way that they do real fast so that blind people don't walk out in the street. And so you and so what's good for the blind is not good for people with walkers or people in wheelchairs. And so it's a real balancing act. How do you try to do something that's going to be good for this group of people, not good for this group of people? And please everybody. And and there was on. Yeah. Welcome to America. Now, that's just the constant thing. No one's pleased. Everybody's. On, on Davidson Drive, right down near Charlotte Pike, where the Walmart is and all that stuff, yeah. there was this sidewalk that got installed, kind of, that just kind of connected nothing to a shopping center. Right. There was a guy that lived at the address where it started that was in a wheelchair. Uh, and so the city came out and put that sidewalk in, knowing that they would continue it later on mm-hmm. so that he could go to the store. Wow. That's a cool one, then. You know, and so it's 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 a challenge. I mean, I, the city, were, I think that the city municipal, you know, the municipalities and all that stuff, the politicians have done a really fantastic job of trying to buy, balance all these needs. It's not easy. I always feel bad for them. It's tough. I wouldn't want to try. Oh, I would not want any any jobs of anybody. No, but th- this was a cool article because no matter what side of the fence you're on, what side of the street you're on, which sidewalk you're on, which sidewalk you're on, yeah, I, I think she makes a very valid argument for i mean just everything in general i mean when you just sit down and just take a second to read it it's a cool article i mean it really does a good job of highlighting things it just makes you sit back and think about things and like how it was and how it is and how you got to try to the thing that i hope the city never loses is that high from a total stranger that is nashville oh yeah and i well that's just how i am anyway but i'm just like hey i mean that's just yeah and most I, people are like that. It's yeah. very rare that somebody's like rude to you or it's just getting, blatantly. Now, maybe in the car. Yeah, it's starting I'm to creep into the I might scream if you drive a Prius at you, but other than that, we good. <laughs> it, it's starting to creep into the cars. I, I've, I had, where it used to be, I would never have aggressive behavior towards me when I was in a car. I've had a few people get pretty aggressive with me in the last couple months. It, I was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I've become a rager. You know, I did. I did learn to slow down. I mean, you know, in, in, in the D.C. area, man, ten miles over was like given. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah. you'll get a ticket for going nine miles over in Nashville. It, 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 um, it happens. I, that's why I got a radar detector. <laughs> <laughs> and I rage. And if you drive a Prius, I guarantee you drive really slow and just look around and take it all in. Oh. No wonder you get good gas mileage. You don't go nowhere. Old Hickory Boulevard <laughs> from Bellevue that. to, to uh, Hillsborough Road is oh, like notorious gosh. for the people going 30 and up yeah. 45. And I'm like, the one shaking a fist behind them. I'm, I'm not, not really. I just like talk in my mirror. They can probably see me like, <laughs> that lady's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> then I wave at them. <laughs> How y'all doing? Hurry up. Go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Pedal on the right. It's pedal on the right. Trust me, pedal on the right still works. <laughs> oh, that's too dang funny, man. Oh, man. Do you guys hear about the uh, the lady that bought a house here in Nashville and the seller won't move out? <laughs> <That way. laughs> wow, did we? Yeah. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys missed it and we've got to jump out because I think Jimmy's going to kick us out of here. We're done with the show today. 
But uh, go out to news radio, not news radio, geez, I'm thinking about our radio. WKRN News 2. A woman bought a house, Fisbo, for sale by owner. No realtor was involved. And bought the house, closed on the house, and then had to sue and evict the seller to get them out of uh, her house. Yeah, get a key or have some sort of arrangement. Or better yet, just call a realtor who will have your back, such yes. as myself. It's not worth the few pennies that you're going to save. And I know it's not a few pennies, but in the grand scheme of things, Let's talk about pre-occupancy agreements and post-occupancy agreements next week. Yep. We need to. And it, we can talk about the for sale by owner I just closed, and they would have made $12,000 more had they used a realtor. Bingo. Oh, well. Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 15, w, 1510 WLAC. We're out.